Hi, I'm Naresh. I'm um, a partner at Pentagram in London, and I'm the co-founder of the environmental nonprofit Do the Green Thing. The first piece of design I think I became conscious of as a piece of design was um, a record cover. Um, I think it's a pretty obvious one to say, although it's actually two record covers. That was what got, that's what got me really excited. It was um, one of my um, Pentagram Four fathers, which Pete, Pete Saville, and it was for it was the, the first record cover was for Blue Monday, which was the um, the famous um, floppy disk design that had the coloured code, um, the little coloured code signals down the side um, that apparently. I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently um, um, Factory Records lost money on because it cost more money to make every single um, cover than it did, but th then they could get back from the, s the sales price, which is um, kind of wonderful. That's such a, a brilliant piece of artistic romance, isn't it? Um, but the second, and, and, it, and when I saw it and I had it in my hands, I mean, not only was it, um, you know, an extraordinary track, I think a track that sort of changed pop music, but um, um, I think it was an extraordinary piece of um, conceptual design. It was um, a floppy disk, therefore signaling that it was an electronic song, but it was also, you know, very withholding of information. There was very little information on it. It was very minimal. So it was about you journeying in to understand it rather than it giving itself to you, which I think was such a, an exciting thing. One of the things it didn't give you any clue about was what those colored, those little colored flecks or those little colored patches were running down the side. But then when you bought New Order's album that came afterwards, which is Power, Corruption and Lies, that had an oil painting on the front, but on the back had a color wheel. Um, and if you were 19 or 18, like I was, and um, a boy like I was, and geeky and excitable like I was, you figured out that that color wheel was actually the code for the bits of color that were on um, on the Blue Monday 12 inch. And it was just like the most exciting thing I think I'd ever seen, just those two things together. And uh, I still sometimes when I talk, talk about really wonderful creative moments and I think the bravery to give you something that didn't make sense, um, but that was then decoded um, a few months or maybe even a year later, I just found really, really thrilling, I must say. And so that's my, that's my first, that's my first memory of design that became really, really conscious as a, um, an artistic conceit. Um, and I just found it incredibly exciting. I'm working on quite a few things now. Perhaps one thing to call out is um, a thing we're doing for Do The Green Thing, which is um, one of the things we do um, uh, with Do The Green Thing is actually look at some of the systemic problems or some of the systemic barriers to us being sustainable in our everyday lives. and. Uh, what we're doing this year, um, well, we've got it all ready as a piece, but I think we're going to put it out in January, is an issue all about um, how um, the climate crisis and racial inequality are completely linked. And it's a really, really interesting piece because it's got to be factual, which it is. Um, it's got to be sensitized to um, the moment and the year, which it is. It's also got to be sensitized beyond um, the moment that we've been in a lot this year, which is about black lives and black lives mattering because it is about black lives, but it's obviously about people of color. And it's about how um, 
the people who are going to suffer most from the climate crisis are actually the people in the global south or people who are in less um, economically advantaged positions in the global north and they tend to be people of color and how you know you can't solve the climate crisis without solving um the race the racial crisis and it's a, it's a really it's a really exciting piece it's very factual because it's very explosive um and um and it's also needing to be introductory enough to enough people so they can actually understand these two issues as being completely um completely um intertwined we've got we've had um, a fantastic writer writer called Rini Mini Raman and we've worked with a really wonderful illustrator to create an illustration she's um, an astonishing person called Shima Golden, who lives in LA, and she's created a really beautiful illustration of uh, um, a black woman surrounded by um, greenery, um, absolutely stunning. And we'll put that out early next year, and then we'll follow it up with um, by by um, going to um, lots of people of color um, artists and asking them to respond to the issue, and then we'll stage an exhibition. Um, maybe um, in real life, you know, maybe digital, we'll see what um, this pandemic gives us. But that's, that's the plan. And I'm uh, really, really excited by that piece of work. I think it's really hard for students right now, because, um, you know, we're in a recession. And um, it's really, really difficult to break into. Um, it's really, really difficult to break into the job market. Um, even if you're coming through a conventional training, like for example, going through an art college, if you're coming through an un unconventional, through unconventional means, I was lucky to come through unconventional means, but if you're coming through unconventional means, I think it's even harder because I think agencies become, agencies and studios become risk adverse, um, you know, when there's an economic slowdown. Um, so I think on the one hand, this is probably gonna sound like a really bad piece of advice, but on the one hand, I think you have to be really pragmatic and, um, do the things you can do to get that job. It's to, you know, find the mentor, do the internships, um, you know, go and see as many people as possible with your work, keep developing your work based on that feedback and all those things, I think that are sensible things to do. But on the other hand, you've also got to do the other thing as well, which is just, um, you've got to remember that creativity is about hope and it's about idealism. Uh, and it's definitely about your own personality as well. And so you've also got to make sure that it's about you and what you're trying to do and what you're what you believe in and what you trying to, what, what you want to want what you want to change in the world and i think if you can marry those two things about it being a, a clear statement about the type of um, creativity you see and the type of world you see on the one hand and then making sure you're responding to the opportunities as much as as much as possible then i think you have um, you know the best possible shot at getting a great job